Hey, it's Josh. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that the Vermont Public Spring Membership Drive has arrived. Donations from folks like you make everything we do here possible. If you want to help support our people-powered journalism, be sure to make a donation in any amount by March 16th by going to bravelittlestate.org donate. And as always, thank you for your support. This is a tough time of year for a lot of reasons, particularly this year. But top of mind right now for me is the darkness. The days get shorter and shorter, and then to add insult to injury, we have to turn the clocks back, and suddenly it's dark at like 4 p.m. If you've ever wondered why it has to be this way, you're not alone. Hello, my name is Olga Ardava, and I live in Georgia, Vermont. I'm not a fan of daylight savings time, and I was wondering what would it take to implement and pass legislation in Vermont to stop daylight savings time? Olga, such a good question, and one that we thought would be perfect for our colleague Bob Kinzel, who answers listener questions like us in a series he calls Ask Bob. So from Vermont Public Radio, welcome to a special installment of Brave Little State. I'm Angela Evansy. Today, why we have to spring ahead and fall back, and what one Vermont lawmaker wants to do about it. Thanks to Vita for their support of Brave Little State. Since 1974, Vita has helped Vermont businesses grow and thrive. From agriculture to energy, startups to family companies. Find solutions that fit your business. Visit VEDA.org to start your next chapter today. And Sunset Lake CBD, a farmer-owned business crafting CBD products right here in Vermont. Learn more about their sustainable farming practices, delivery options, and how to support local farmers at sunsetlakecbd.com. Olga Ardava had this to say about her curiosity. I know that this system is not used worldwide, and it definitely causes confusion. I also know that there are other states that would like to stop using daylight savings time. I'm not sure why Arizona is the only one that actually implements it, but somebody's doing it right. It's here that I'm going to turn it over to Bob Kinzel. He talked about Olga's question with VPR's Mitch Wertlieb and clarified some common misconceptions, including the fact that it is actually technically daylight saving time, not daylight savings. Who knew? Olga mentioned getting rid of daylight saving time, and she referenced Arizona as a state that doesn't have it right now. And in just a moment, we'll talk about how Arizona is able to do that. But just so everybody's on the same page here at the start, Daylight saving time is what we are on right now. This weekend, we are going to fall back and turn our clocks back an hour. And when we've done this, we're going to be on Eastern Standard Time in Vermont. The net effect of this change, it will be lighter, as you mentioned, in the morning, but then darker in late afternoon. That's the main impact of being on Standard Time. People can certainly debate if they want their extended period of light to be in the morning or the afternoon. But as Olga says, most people just don't want to switch back and forth twice a year. 
while ideally we wouldn't have to make any more clock changes, it only makes sense that we go with whatever time standard the rest of the country would use, or at this point, at least what Arizona is using. It would be silly if different states were off by one hour. So Mitch, I think that's the clear message. Stop changing the time twice a year. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. And I'm curious, Bob, about the history of all this. What is the history of daylight saving time? I mean, where did this idea even originally come from? Because I've heard myths, I've heard debunked myths, all sorts of stuff. Exactly. Well, let's work on some of the myths and some of the debunked myths and start with a story that Benjamin Franklin, when he was ambassador to France in 1784, suggested in a satirical essay that the time should be changed in the summer so people could enjoy more light in the evening hours. But I don't think this was a very serious idea. But fast forward a century to 1895. Now, this is when New Zealand entomologist George Hudson is frustrated that he doesn't have enough time to go bug hunting in the summer months. So he suggests a shift in time to give him an extra hour to look for bugs in the evening. But alas, this idea doesn't stick on either. Then in 1905, there's a debate in this issue in England, and the question is whether or not staying on standard time was a waste of daylight in the summer months. But Parliament didn't act on that issue, which really brings us to the first real use of daylight saving time. It happens in 1916 during World War I when both Germany and England adjust their clocks to save energy. It was thought that this would happen because people could spend more time outdoors later in the evening during the summer months. And then in 1918, when the United States enters World War I, this country adopts the so-called summertime approach. But as soon as the war is over, this consistent policy ends in the United States, and individual states are allowed to keep daylight saving time or not. And then about 20 years later, in World War II, there's a return to daylight saving time. But again, as soon as the Second World War is over, states are allowed to do whatever they want, and there is no consistent policy. Now, there's a history lesson for you, kids. So, Bob, between 1945 and 1966, you've got this kind of hodgepodge system of time zones in the U.S. And then it was decided that there should be a consistent federal policy? Exactly. Uh, just to highlight how crazy things were before 1966, because of some unusual geographic boundaries, it turns out that if a person took a 35-minute bus ride from Moundsville, West Virginia to Steubenville, Ohio, they would go back and forth through seven time zones. <sighs> now... <laughs> Think about that when you're riding the bus. Uh, this was an extreme case, but it pointed out the problems of allowing individual states to make their own decisions. So in 1966, Congress passes the Uniform Time Act in an effort to provide some consistency in this area. So over the years, 17 states, as I understand it, have voted to do away with the practice of changing clocks twice a year. 17 states. But the plan has only been put into place in two states. Why is that? Mitch, it goes back to the specific language of the 1966 Uniform Time Act law. Here's what that law said. States can use both daylight saving time and standard time, essentially the system we have today, adjusting your clocks twice a year. Or, if they want to, they can go on standard time year-round. 
That's what Arizona and Hawaii have decided to do. But the law prohibited states from using daylight saving time year-round. Kind of a crazy situation, uh, but it went into effect, and now there are roughly 20 states that want to use daylight saving time exclusively. But federal law prevents them from doing this. Arizona and Hawaii chose to go with standard time year-round, and that's what the law allows. All right, so let's focus here on Vermont now. There is a bill in the Vermont legislature, H-168, and that would put Vermont on a year-round schedule, which I'm assuming is like Arizona and Hawaii are doing it. Tell us more about this legislation, though, if I've got that right. Uh, Actually, your assumption is not correct, and that's part of the craziness with the uh, Vermont proposed legislation. So there's a bill introduced, as you mentioned, by West Rutland Representative Tom Burdett. It's his intention to put Vermont on daylight saving time on a year-round basis. No more adjusting your clocks twice a year. And I asked him why he felt this was a good idea. Well, the bigger reason that I introduced the bill, I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a selfish reason, is it takes me a couple weeks to adjust. And, and you know, through the process of introducing the bill, I did research on, um, you know, the time changes and it's it's just not the fatigue that um you know that uh, uh is detrimental to people it turns out there's a higher number of uh car accidents uh kids do worse in school for you know a week or two sometimes three and the one that really got me is there's a higher incidence of heart attacks so Mitch let's remember what representative Burdett says he wants to do here he wants to stay on daylight saving time on a year-round basis, which he can't do because of the federal law, so there'd be no falling back this weekend. So I clarified with him, if his approach is taken, what would be the practical impact of his bill? Yes, it would be darker in the morning, and we would get more light in the afternoon. Um, Of course, the days get shorter in the the wintertime anyway, but one of the concerns that I have heard as far as people you know, in the summertime, they like that extra hour at night. Uh, you know, they get out of work, they come home, whether, you know, whether it's a barbecue or, you know, working in the yard, mowing the lawn, um, you know, they have all that extra time. Mitch, I should mention that there is some scientific evidence to suggest that in the days after we adjust our clocks in the spring, when we spring forward and lose an hour of sleep, that there is a higher incidence of heart attacks and strokes, although it's not clear why. Well, I do have to say that the one thing I agree with Representative Burden on for sure is that it does take me, and this is, again, anecdotal and personal, it takes me a few weeks to adjust when we do that spring forward part. So I know how I feel about it. I'm sure many people feel the same way, but I'm sure that there are others who also feel differently. So just to be clear, Bob, what Representative Burdett is talking about is not going to the standard which Arizona and Hawaii are on because they are on standard time, right? They've, they've kept their clocks like that. That's exactly right. So that sets up the what's going to happen in Congress, because right now that 1966 law prohibits any state, including Vermont, from only using daylight saving time. Now, there is a bill in Congress that would change all this. It's called the Sunshine Protection Act, and it says... States can choose daylight saving time on a permanent basis. That's absolutely fine if they want to do that. And if they want to stay on standard time in Arizona and Hawaii, they can do that as well. 
So under this bill in Congress, we would have 48 states on daylight saving time for the entire year. No more changing clocks. Then we'd have two states that would be on standard time all year, so they wouldn't be changing clocks either. And advocates for the federal bill think their chances are improving, but with everything that's happening in Washington these days, it doesn't look like it's going to happen in the next few months. This is fascinating. One thing is clear, though, Bob, our current system will definitely be in place this weekend, so be ready to fall back, right? Absolutely. You know, and for the most part, I like this part of the time change. I like that extra hour of sleep in the spring. I also have a hard time adjusting to the losing that one hour of sleep. Uh, In the spirit of compromise, I'll stick with daylight saving time all year round. VPR's senior political correspondent, Bob Kinzel, thank you so much for this explainer on all things daylight saving time. Very much appreciate it. My pleasure, Mitch. Thanks for listening to Ask Bob here on Brave Little State. And thanks to Olga Ardava for the great question. If you have a question for Bob or us, ask it at bravelittlestate.org. Today's show was produced by Matthew Smith and our BLS team, Josh Crane, Myra Flynn, and me. Ty Gibbons composed our theme music, other music by Blue Dot Sessions. Brave Little State is a production of Vermont Public Radio. I'm Angela Evansy. We'll be back soon. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.